with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. For the announcement of their divorce last night, Channing Tatum and his wife Jenna had been together for 10 years. True. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, they blew oh. it. She blew it for everyone, but uh, they will give you another chance to play and hopefully win coming mm-hmm. up again in 21 minutes' time. It's another chilly morning in Edmonton. We're going to have to get used to that by the sounds of the forecast. Mike Sobel uh, from Goal Edmonton said, yeah, it's uh, not looking good till uh, this time next week, and even this time next week will still be like 10 degrees below normal, So, but we're hoping for temperatures above zero by then. Uh, talking this morning about things you get stuck in your nose, yes, kids are really not that bright. Not all of them, just a few. And it, maybe it's not even kids. There's probably some adults doing this, I'm assuming, right? I think so. Snorting these... Uh, the gack. The latex condoms up their nose to try to pull them up. How the dumb do you got to be? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> be like careful. Kind of a little curious, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm not curious at all, but you're the guy that's like desperately wants to put something up your nose. I think, well... I don't know. I don't want to, like, encourage anybody, but I think I could take a cooked noodle yeah. and then do it up the nose through the like yeah. the canal and pull it out my mouth. Anything to get a noodle in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Stay just, tuned to our Instagram. I'm all about the carbs. All right. So we're looking for the things that you've gotten stuck in your nose uh, this morning. 780-421-1039. Or you can text at 103939. As a young kid, I didn't like taking my vitamins, says a texter. So mm. one day, I put it up my nose, and every time my nose would run, orange stuff would come out. So my mom freaked out and off to the doctor we went. To everyone's surprise, a vitamin. It was a Flintstone, Flintstone. vitamin, I'm it was guessing. Betty. Yeah. <laughs> she put Betty up his nose. Oh, All right, man. Well, William, what about you? Well, I was uh, riding my uh, my quad one time when I was about, I don't know, 12 years old. Yes. And uh, I was driving down the gravel road and I ended up getting a wasp inside my nose. Wow. Was he alive? Oh. Oh, yeah, and not very happy. No. Put it this way, me and Rudolph had a lot in common after that one. Oh, she swelled up, did she? Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. How'd you get rid of him? I ended up having to blow my nose, stop the quad, kept blowing my nose till it came out. Wow. Oh, that must have been the most painful thing. Oh, it was, yes, it hurt very bad. That poor, poor wasp. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Tim McGraw, my next 30 years, kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. I was just checking out Tim McGraw's uh, Twitter account and uh, like three, whatever, three things down that he's posted. The spring savings now through Monday, 70% off, plus free U.S. shipping on orders over 50 bucks. So really cool jackets and shirts and things like that. Like his stuff? Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought he got taken over by those Ray-Ban guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't click that link. Oh, yeah. Oh, how many of my friends? It's like, wow, they want to talk to me. Nope, they just got the Ray-Bans. They must have <laughs> Super sale. Russians hacked him again. It's a, a 619. We're twi- uh, 11 minutes away from uh, Don't Blow It For Everyone, your chance to play the game. Three of you going to the Big Valley Jamboree, not just the Big Valley Jamboree, but the Kiss and Kickoff Party, which is going to be lit this year, no doubt about that the nitty gritty dirt band and luke combs and uh they're trending for a complete sellout so we want to give you a chance to win tickets a crazy story that's happening it was the tide pod challenge i mean when we were kids we had to actually eat the tide right out of the boxes we didn't have the pods it was like (laughs) use the spoon the old detergent it was a simpler it was a simpler time uh let's just leave it at that when i drank bleach 
Now I became a man. <laughs> now, now they're yeah, they're, they're complicating things, and now they're the latex condom. They're snorting through their nose and pulling through their and, they, and it's just bad. Doctors are saying you can. It, 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 what's that word? Kill yourself. Asphyxiate. Asphyxiate. Yes. You can die. Exactly. So don't try this at home, kids. But we're looking for uh, stories about things that you've got stuck in your nose, whether on purpose or by accident. And most of this stuff is on purpose. Yeah, kids have always not been that bright. This one is speaking of bright. Yes. Kind of an accident. Angelica from Calmar says, I had a light bright toy when I was younger. The toy with the small colored plastic pegs that you make pictures with and it lights up. Oh, we know it. Oh, yeah. Oh, she liked putting the light bright pegs in her nostrils and then blowing them out really hard and shooting them out her nose, naturally. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> I'm going to try and say this without laughing because this is a hilarious story. It's called a Kalmar pellet gun. (laughs) Well, one time I put the pegs in my nostrils and I breathed in by accident instead of shooting them out. They shot up inside my nostrils and they got stuck. I had to go to the doctor and have them removed with long tweezers. Pretty sure I still continued to do it even after that incident. Can you imagine after that incident still doing that? Really? I can't imagine the sheer fear you would realize as soon as you breathed in. Instead yeah. of out. Uh oh, this I come a dial. Exactly. First rule of light bright BBs is never breathe in. <laughs> no, just maybe never stick them in. I'm thinking. Anyway, thank you for that. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, Matt, oh, and Ken, Kareen, and Shelly. Uh, we're going to play Don't Blow It for Everyone. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, how are you? Doing good, how are you guys? Oh, fantastic. Everyone All is right. good. Yeah, this is a fun game. Yesterday, unfortunately, we, we did blow it. Well, we didn't. Somebody Jess did. did. Jess did. Uh, yeah, not to mention any names, Jack, but anyway. <laughs> That's all right. Um, we're going to play the game. You know how it works. All three of you are going to get a true or false question. So no matter what, you got a 50-50 shot of winning. If you answer it correctly, then we move on to number two and number three. And you're all go, if you win, to the kickoff party, the kissing kickoff party featuring, uh, well, some really great artists. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to start with Shelly. We're going to let Ken go last. I like when the men go last because, anchor. yeah, no pressure, Ken. How does that sound? That sounds fun by me. All right. Let's see if we get there okay so we're going to start with shelly question number one true or false jack shelly the yodeling kid that we've been talking about all morning is famous for yodeling in a target store oh i'm gonna say true <laughs> oh shelly <laughs> it was in a walmart Walmart. Don't worry, Ken. No pressure, bud. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. sorry, guys. Uh, sorry. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> they, they, they'll forgive you someday. Yes. Yo. All right. Well, sorry about that. We will play Don't Blow for Everyone tomorrow morning at what time, Jack? We'll be playing tomorrow morning at 730. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, a few snow flurries are possible uh, this morning. Mm-hmm. Luke Combs, when it rains, it pours. Uh, he'll be here a couple of times this year. Uh, April 26th, sold out show at the ranch. Keep on kissing to win your tickets. I wonder how much snow we'll have on the ground April 26th. None. All yeah. Right. Write that down. Is that a Matt DeBurs guarantee? Yeah. Where's my stamp? Bam. Okay, we'll see. We're gonna have because once you know what, once we get some warmer weather with the sun as as uh, intense as it is, it will take care of things. We just got to get it above zero, at least ten degrees above zero would certainly uh, be uh, be more that we would like. It's coming up in the next few moments. Uh, High Valley, they have a song that's fantastic. They just released and it's also featured on the Madden football game, if I'm not mistaken, Ooh. as well. You know, you're a big deal when you get on the video games, especially that one. That's coming up uh, shortly. And if you are actually uh, dating online right now, you want to get more. More swipes or more 
or what? what more are clicks, they? More, more swipes, clicks, more, more swipes. likes. Yeah, we'll have all the information you need to know uh, just after 7 o'clock. And keep on kissing. Uh, you never know when drunk on a plane might just show up. That song, of course, from Dirk Spantley, just like Wendy did yesterday. And uh, she was another big winner. But let's do this. Time for your Sheetshead Story of the Day. You know, you're going to find this, Jack. You were talking off air about the fact that you and your daughter had your first disagreement yesterday about her walking. Yeah, there's, shoes. There's going to be a time in your life when you're going to have disagreements about when she wakes up. She will not be a big fan of that as she becomes a teenager, and that's exactly what happened to this poor lady. She was trying to wake up her teenagers for Easter Sunday and to go to church. Her 16-year-old son refused uh, to get up, so Sharon Dobbins did what every right-minded mom would do. She got him in the leg with a stun gun. <laughs> That'll get him going. According to police... Uh, Jesus is waiting! <laughs> got to get going. According to police re- uh, report, uh, Miss Dobson uh, stated that she only sparked the taser to get the kids up for church at Easter and uh, she never tased anyone before, so her son didn't complain about the pain, but he did have two small bumps on his leg where he was shocked. So... The kids went to the police? Well, some, somebody <laughs> did. Dobson was charged with a felony child abuse in order to stay away from her son. There you go. Yeah, I mean, pre-church, you probably shouldn't be tasing people. <laughs> I just don't think you should be tasing your kids. Well, yeah. Well, well, they deserve it. Good for you, Jack. There you go. <laughs> That's why you're the parent in the room. <laughs> awesome. Matt, yeah. what a sheet's head. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, that lady was upset last night with the NHL and the goaltending interference rule. See, Carrie Underwood's husband, Mike, plays for the Nashville Predators. And with two seconds left in the game, they were down 2-1 against the Florida Panthers. And the puck was underneath Roberto Luongo. And one of the Predator players kind of scooped it out, put it in the net to tie the game 2-2. They went upstairs, and the ruling was goaltender interference, no goal. So she tweeted, I'm seriously livid at NHL. Fix this. She's right, though. She's the yeah. hero we need to lead See, this charge. you know charge. what? I saw the play, and I don't know. I think that, again, it's so funny when it's not your team, because, of course, we think the orders have been robbed all year with all of these goaltender interference rules. But uh, when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, no, they, they scooped it out. He kind of had it underneath him. But anyway. Whoa, 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 Chris. Yeah. Let's find out what really matters. Jack, yeah. what do you think? Um, I just like that Carrie was tweeting about it. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> she loves, oh, that's cool. She loves the Keep hockey wise. Yeah. And even Kiefer Sutherland uh, said, Dear NHL, I love you and always will, but the Preds were robbed tonight, and she retweeted that. So there's a little bit of controversy going on. Yeah, I like when Gary. wives stand up for their husbands. Yeah. Like, that's going to be a long run for her Predators, and she'll be tweeting about hockey probably straight through till June when they win the Cup. Yep. It's going to happen, I think. Okay, it's 7-11. Kiss in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's certainly hockey weather in Edmonton, minus 13. And, again, we're going to see some snow flurries this morning, potentially. Coming up uh, at 7.30, we're going to play a game called Drunk IQ, and you're going to be involved. You're going to have a chance to win tickets to see Gord Banford as we play with a contestant named... My name is Tyler, and Matt used to be the coach of my baseball. There you go. Okay. Tyler I love him so much. That young man is going to be doing his thing, and it's going to be pretty awesome. And you're going to have a chance to win Gord Banford tickets. So uh, keep on kissing, as we like to say, to win. And you never know when you might hear that Dirk Bentley song, Drunk on a Plane, as well. Matt, you got the music ready? Yeah, you want to hit it? Yeah, go ahead. Next thing I know, you were in my Video. Oh, oh. Oh, hi. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he's singing about it. Yeah, jeans and t-shirts are sexy. A new survey on a dating and fashion site called Zooks. 
Oh, and you know they're <laughs> legit. Like Zooksk. They're Z-O-O-S-K. So how else oh, would you okay. pronounce it? Zooksk. They say that 36% of singles feel sexiest and most confident in jeans and T-shirts. Uh, not only that, but according to the survey, mentioning that you are a jeans and T-shirt kind of person in your dating profile can get you more messages. Seems uh, profiles that mention jeans get 80% more incoming messages than the average, while those who mention T-shirt get 67% more responses. So this, this is girls and guys? Sorry, yeah, Matt. Yeah, wow. it's girls and guys. So there you go. Jeans Not just farmers only. No, exactly. The jeans and the T-shirts are the thing that goes. So the top five outfits that make the singles feel sexy and confident, uh, care, uh, according to the survey, uh, sports and uh, well, leisure, 15% for men, all black, everything, 16%, the Johnny Cash look, uh, jeans and T-shirt we talked about already, uh, the blazer and the jacket as well are oh. kind of quite up there to make mm-hmm. you feel sexy. You can party, but yet you're professional exactly yeah you're kind of half half in half out right all yeah. right and uh, the women jack sundress is number five 31 percent okay you, all right sexy underwear uh number four we don't have to get into that one if you don't want to <laughs> okay <laughs> but no let's get into it let's yeah. break it down <laughs> is there a particular color no, it doesn't. There's no color there. <laughs> High heels, number three, uh, jeans and T-shirt. We've talked about right up there. And all black, everything for the ladies. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I mean, the all black, yes, definitely. It's very flattering always, but I like the dress. If you feel, the dress and yeah, heels. If you feel sexy, you are sexy. That's yes. the way life is, right? So the question this morning is, what is that one thing that makes you feel sexy when you put it on um, on a daily basis? Uh, Matt, you actually have an answer for this? 100% I do. Right. I what is it, an Matt? Uh-huh. A big sweater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your blankie. Yeah. Well, because it just hides my shame. Yes, yes. I have noticed that you both wore a t-shirt and jeans today. We did. We were Almost supposed the to. same color. You had told us to. <laughs> Who wore it better? Yeah, oh, well. we'll let the uh, listeners decide. Chris, uh, for sure. All right. Okay. What about you? Uh, Jack, do you have anything you say sundress? Yeah, I say a dress. Definitely a dress. Yeah, and the heels. Yes. Yeah. She's Playing a- for the other team now? Yeah. What, what do you like on guys? <laughs> oh, what do I like on guys? You know what? I'm a mixture. I like a blazer and a t-shirt together. Oh, the oh, blazer t-shirt. We'll party a little bit of rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. 780 or text us at 103939. What do you prefer? What do you like to wear? We need to hear from you this morning. Uh, what do you find sexy? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. T-shirts and like like leather jackets. Right? Yeah, he does. He's yeah. got one thing that uh, really sets him apart uh, from everybody else. Right. His face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what he wears. You know who also has a face? Today is a Hug a News Person Day, and uh, we welcome in uh, from 630 Chad, uh, Bob Layton. I'm sorry, Bob. We, we've got something going on. It's all about sexy. When we think sexy, we think Bob Layton. So this all kind of ties together. But it's Hug a News Person Day today, and who else would we want to hug but you? So I, I've never heard of this Hug a News Person Day. You haven't? No. He claims that's this some... every year. <laughs> yeah. That's somebody who wants a hug right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this is your day, my friend. You do a great job. You've done a great job in the community for so many years. If anybody deserves a hug, it should be you. How many years have you been working on 630, Chad? Only 47. 47 mm-hmm. years. Dropping the bucket. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway. Out of boy, Bob. We're going to hug you as soon Get as Get ready for a hug. Uh-oh. <laughs> he doesn't look that excited about it. I don't know why. But anyway, if you're wondering why you get random hugs today, it's because it's Hug a News oh, Person Day. Okay. Yeah. We see Bob well, that's, about. that's good to know. You know, you might... <laughs> Feel a little creepy sometimes. You don't know why somebody's hugging you. Yeah, no, you need to know these things. So there you go. It's your day. Anyway, thank and you. And because it's your day, give it to us, Bob. 
Hi. I'm Bob Layton. There, oh, it, is. there it is. <laughs> All right. We're coming up in the next few moments, we're going to do a drunk trivia for your chance to see Gord Badford at Knoxville's, which is crazy and a lot of fun. And we're talking about the sexy clothes this morning. Again, the jeans and the T-shirt apparently are, are what people feel most comfortable in and sexy. Yes. Lots of people saying Carhartt's and white T-shirt. That comes from Tammy. Another person says cowboy boots. Standard procedure. Cowboy boots most definitely yeah. are, uh, are hot. I feel I I I feel a little bit well taller in my cowboy boots. Yeah, we're good. You are. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Apparently, jeans and t-shirt are when uh, men and women feel most sexy and comfortable. Lexi, what uh, does it for you? So I love my spandex with my North Face sweater vest with a nice long hoodie underneath. And my socks and sandals. Socks and sandals. Normally a fashion faux pas. I know, but I'm really against that. I absolutely love them. You know what? If you love them, and that's like me and my insulated Crocs. I mean, again, most wouldn't think it's like a sex appeal thing, but I, I feel good in them. If I feel good in them, then I look good in them, right? Exactly. And I support that 100%. If you listen closely, you can hear the women of Edmonton dry heaving. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, you were even saying like yesterday or the day before, you were just Googling warm destinations. I think everybody is like looking for a way out of this. Right? I have been looking for deals. And if you want to go to Vegas, you can yeah. for cheap. Yeah. Write that down. All so right. I might. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you later, alligator. It's 740. Kiss it in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. Uh, who's this? Tracy. All right, Tracy. This is going to be fun. Uh, your chance to play and win with Drunk IQ. Gord Banford's coming to Knoxville. It's going to be a great birthday bash coming up on Saturday, April 14th. And you're going to win tickets. If you can figure out, uh, well, if our young man is going to be able to answer successfully some questions that Matt asked him after he'd had a few, if you know what we mean. Yeah. Yes. All right, so let's just establish how much he was in the bag saw, so to speak. <laughs> Here we go. My name is Tyler, and Matt used to be the coach of my baseball. Okay, so you can hear from that uh, again that he's had he's had a few, right? Yes. Okay, we've established that. Now we're gonna we asked Matt asked him three questions, and Matt's gonna tell you the questions he asked, and then you got to guess if he knew the answer or not. All right, you following along? Yes. All right. So question number one, Matt was I asked him who the former prime minister was, the one before Justin Trudeau. You think he's gonna know that answer? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go with no. You you think he's not gonna know the answer? All right, let's find out. Garcon, uh, I have talked on the side of his mouth. <laughs> Garcon, Pierre Garcon. Pierre Garcon, <laughs> of course, is not right. I think he might have been referring to Chrétien, but it was you know who it was, of course. <laughs> who was it? Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper. Nice. Well you're, done. All right, you're sober. Okay. Question number two, Matt was. How many sides in a Pentagon? How many sides in a Pentagon? You think he knew the answer to that? No. All right, <laughs> let's let's find out. Penta means five. He got wow. it. Wow. All right. I don't, I think he's surprised oh. he got it. <laughs> I was. That's all right. You know what? It's a best of three. So there's one final question. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> Okay. The question, Matt, you asked him was? How many meters in a kilometer? How many meters in a kilometer? I'm going to go with a hard no. A hard <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Oh, All I'm right, curious. let's find out. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. 
2.56. Real short kilometers. Alyssa says it with conviction. Oh, man. I was like, where's 2.56 come from? I don't know, but somewhere in his brain it's been burned. Congratulations. Uh, you've won Drunk Trivia. You get to have a lot of fun at Knoxville in a couple of weeks with Gord Banford. And maybe if you're lucky, we'll be asking you some questions that <laughs> yeah. night. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I'm a redneck woman. There is Gretchen Wilson kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt at 7:55. Hope you have a good start to your day. We certainly are. Thanks to you, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we still haven't played "Drunk on a Plane" by Dirk Bentley. When you hear that song, be caller 30 at 7804211039, and you could be off on that amazing trip again. Private plane. You get there as a Greg Reynolds from the afternoon drive talked about yesterday when Wendy won. Uh, it's everything's within walking distance. You can walk here. You can walk there. You can stumble here. You can stumble there. It's perfect. Unbelievable trip. Just keep on kissing for uh, your next chance to win. Okay, uh, an amazing story yesterday. Tell me something good. The story of the man who actually, after the Fort McMurray fires, when uh, they evacuated, he was working at Suncor, I think, uh, fixing tires. Uh, the, the bottom line was he was so large, over 500 pounds, uh, that he had to take two seats um, as they got away and evacuated. And he said at that point, he says, man, I affected somebody else's life because one less person could come with us because of my mm-hmm. size. And he turned his life around and he lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Good on him. And we're going to talk about that in the next few moments. Maybe inspiration for a lot of us that are in that boat. Um, you know, how do you turn things around and make a difference even when you think there's just no way? Like, you just get to the point where you're like, man, I can't exercise. I can, can't, you know, it tires me out to tie my shoes. It can happen. And we'll be looking for your stories coming up. Uh, just a few moments ago, people are going crazy about our drunk IQ, Jack. Yes, they are. Of course, we did hear Tyler. He made the mathematical equation that... Mm-hmm. You asked the question. What was the question again? How, How many, many meters in a kilometer? Oh, that's a tough one. 2.56. 2.56. And uh, anyway, so now everybody's trying to figure out where that came from. Yes, and they've got us back. They say, I believe 2.56 is how many centimeters are in one inch. Yeah. So he was just confused. He wasn't, like, his conversion was right. So yeah. I give him props there. Yeah. Now that we know that that's how many centimeters in an inch. Yeah, so. here's another person that agrees with you on that, Jack. Uh, your, probably your answer to your buddy's question was 2.54 centimeters to the inch. Yeah. Oh. You know what? Those are all easily mixed up. Exactly. (laughs) Inches, centimeters, meters, uh, kilometers. Yeah, I know a lot of guys that have problems with that. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes, Moskaluk and Kill Your Love. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 8-12. Some snow flurries possible uh, this morning. Uh, gusty wind to a high of only minus 6, so it's going to be a much cooler with the wind chill, which is not normal for this time of year, but we're just going to kind of deal with it, and sooner or later, it will be done. We're looking for inspirational stories this morning about how you got healthy. The story of the man that lost uh, well over 300 pounds, just uh, uh, had to look himself, I guess, in the mirror after uh, the Fort McMurray fire and the fact that he needed two seats to be evacuated, and he says... This is starting to affect other people, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change. And he started slowly but surely walking, 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 and and watching what he was eating. And the rest, as they say, is history. We're looking for your kind of inspirational stories like that. Christy texts in and says, "I went from a size 12 to a size six in three months. All I did was work out about three days a week for an hour, got my 10,000 steps in, and I drink lots and lots of water." There you go. Well, I can tell you that because uh, I'm a I, I work out an hour a day, but until 
until you stop, stop what you're eating. That's my whole thing. I'd always say, man, I, I work out so I can eat. But if you even just make any small changes to that, um, as far as what you eat and, and, and how much you eat, you can make a huge difference. Of course, exercise is important too. But anyway, we're looking. Diet's number one. Yeah, it really is. It's like 80% is what you eat. The 20% is the exercise. Which sucks, let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier just to work out for an hour. It's a lot more difficult to stay away from the, uh, what are they called? Dinosaurs here at work? And the, uh, hey, I've been good. Yeah. I haven't touched them. Yeah, that's true. But the problem is, is, you know, dinner, you know, a thing yeah. of rice is yeah. 400 calories, one cup. And yeah. you're just like, I, that's all. That's half my calories, bro. Yeah, it's true. All right. 780-421-1039. What's your story? My husband and I, whatever, we went, you know, get busy. And uh, our tummies, like, together and made that, like, armpit noise when you, like, put your hand in your armpit and make that, like, <laughs> noise. <laughs> okay, when did this happen? Like during, like we were doing it. Oh yeah, it's making that sound. Yeah, that, yeah. that armpit sound. Okay. Between our tummies, and I just like looked at him, and I was like, "Holy smokes! Like something has got to change. Like this is not good. Like that is so unattractive for us." I was like, "Oh my goodness, so embarrassed." Like just in front of my husband, I was so embarrassed. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" So totally, like that was it. January first, I put the hammer down. We did a complete lifestyle change. And I've lost about 25 pounds since then. Yeah. And our goal is to get to 40. And, um, you know, honestly, it was just like getting into just a small daily exercise regimen and just clean eating. It was, it, you know, it's not about dieting. It's that it's, they, you know, they say it's a lifestyle change, and it is. It is. And, and, and now when you knock boots, no armpit sounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're not knocking bellies. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're not knocking belly. Now I know why my wife wears earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because you're like a, a cat dying. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 822. Uh, some sad news from the country music, country radio world uh, this morning. Just got word that uh, uh, the great Bev Monroe has passed away at the age of 89 years old. And many may not be familiar with who Bev Monroe is. But uh, Bev Monroe was a, a radio announcer, a morning show disc jockey on uh, CFCW for years and years, uh, long before Kissin' was even on the air, as a matter of fact. And uh, I remember growing up and listening to Bev. He used to do this knee slapper joke of the day. It's kind of like the dad joke, but it was on steroids. And uh, he just absolutely was an incredible person, an incredible community guy. He was great for uh, country music, certainly, for many, many years. And he continued to kind of tour and, and do his show. He'd kind of they'd sing all the old country songs, like that Hank Williams song from the Walmart yodeling. And uh, he did that for many, many years. And I had a chance to, uh, I guess, uh, deal with him on, on a few occasions. One of my fondest memories of Bev Monroe was at the Fast Gas in Devon. He was selling Tabor corn there. And I thought to myself, really? is that what I'm going to do when my career is over? Sell Tabor <laughs> corn at the Fast Gas? And just... No, you're a golf balls off 91st Street. There kind of we go. Okay. Yeah. And any job where he could. But anyway, the bottom line was uh, he, he was uh, he was truly a great man, and, and uh, he certainly will be missed. And uh, there you go. That uh, that stuff kind of happens. It's 823. Uh, switching gears this morning, we're talking about, um, I guess, uh, some motivational weight loss stories or how you've got in shape. Uh, the story of the man, again, after the Fort McMurray Fire, who was uh, well over 500 pounds, and you go at that point, how can you exercise? How can you move? It's so difficult. But he found a way. He got mm -hmm. motivated because of everything that had happened, and he just started walking and getting more uh, active. And uh, you know, all of a sudden, he's like 
down 300 pounds, which is crazy. So we're Amazing. Looking, we're looking for your stories this morning. This texter says, uh, I was 303 pounds in grade 11, and by grade 12 grad, I weighed 205. Lots of cardio, and I just cut down on how much I ate, not really what I ate. Yeah, well, I can tell you, after being there in my early 20s, uh, it's a lot easier to do it in your early 20s than it is in your early 30s, 40s, 50s, for sure. So do it, do it uh, earlier, the better for you, for sure. It'll make a big change. Don't diet, change your life style yeah exactly right it's not All just right. a diet it's a lifestyle change you have to make yeah. and it's not what you do between uh, christmas and new year's as far as eating goes it's what you do between new year's and christmas we should do a health podcast because we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah so easy two fat guys and a skinny girl <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks all right you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast yeah, anything goes. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Earlier in the show, we are talking about this crazy new thing, uh, the Tide Pod Challenge, just when you thought it couldn't get stupider. Um, people, not just kids, but anyway, they're, uh, they're putting, uh, prophylactics up their noses and then sucking them in their noses and then putting them down through their throats. And the bottom line is doctors say, don't do this at home. People yeah. can die doing this kind of stuff, right? I yes, mean, you can suffocate. It can get stuck there and it's bad. Yeah. So we asked the, we're, the question this morning, what is the strangest, most unusual thing that's ever been up your nose or come out of your nose? Well, one's got a plastic dinosaur jammed up there real good. Really? It's just crawled quite in, large. Crawled in there itself, did it? Well, I got big gaping holes. Yeah. <laughs> these, these honkers. <laughs> We're looking for your story. It's 780 Good morning. You're talking about things up your nose? Yes, please. I had a friend who, when he was little, lived on a farm, had a bunch of kids over, and on a dare, put a rock up his nose. So off to town, him and his mom go to get it out, and some other kids come over, and his brother was showing them what he'd done, and he put a rock up his nose. <laughs> so when his mom got home, she said to go back into town with the other brother. <laughs> hey, you know what? I bet that doctor said your kids got rocks in their head. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Marry me. There's Thomas Rhett kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 841. Still waiting for Dirk's Bentley drunk on a plane. Uh, when you hear it in its entirety, be caller 30 at 780-421-1039. Uh, we're hoping to talk to Dirk's Bentley at about 730 on Friday, right? Is that the plan? Very exciting. Yes. Okay. What'd you get stuck up your nose? Who's this? It's Tammy. How are you? Hey, good, Tammy. What'd you stick up your nose? Uh, well, it actually came out my nose. Oh, good. Uh, a girlfriend of mine, we were, I think, probably like 10 or 12, and we were at her house. And you know those uh, Lipton chicken noodle soup? You just add water to them. Yeah. They have the little, little tiny noodles. Yeah. So we made those, and her and I always had lots of fun together, and we were eating lunch, and she made me laugh, and I had just taken a spoonful of soup. And so all of the noodles and the soup came out of my nose. Into my oh, bowl. you actually man. had noodles come out of your nose. Yeah, so it was really gross. And we're in our 40s now, and it's still one of our things we reminisce about, about how funny it was, because it was funny. Okay, was good, because I was going to say, that's the difference between boys and girls. Like, seriously, girls would be horrified by that. Boys would be like, how do we do that again? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Got a little closer, I feel like laying you down. There's Dirk's Bentley. That's him. Oh, my. Right guy, wrong song. Drunk on a Plane is what you're listening for. I guess we're not going to play it today, but that means that maybe Steph Hansen mm-hmm. will. Uh, be listening. Have our phone number locked in. You always need to be ready at 780-421-1039-857. Wow. What a fun morning. Seriously, we've just had a, a great time, and it's uh, because of you. Thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Uh, there were so many great things on the show, but certainly the highlight 
Jack would have to be drunk IQ for you. Oh, for sure. Tyler, what a gem. All right, let's uh, listen out what it sounded like earlier. Who's this? Tracy. All right, Tracy, this is going to be fun. Uh, your chance to play and win with drunk IQ. Gort Banford's coming to Knoxville. It's going to be a great birthday bash coming up on Saturday, April 14th. And you're going to win tickets. If you can figure out, uh, well, if our young man is going to be able to answer successfully some questions that Matt asked him after he'd had a few, if you know what we mean. My name is Tyler, and Matt used to be the coach of my baseball. Okay, so you can hear from that uh, again that he's had a few, right? Yes. Okay, we've established that. Now we're going to, we asked, Matt asked him three questions, and Matt's going to tell you the questions he asked, and then you got to guess if he knew the answer or not, all right? You following along? Yes. All right, so question number one, Matt, was? I asked him who the former prime minister was, the one before Justin Trudeau. You think he's going to know that answer? I'm going to go with no. All right, let's find out. Garcon, uh, I have a tart on the side of his mouth. Garcon. Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon, of course, is not right. I think he might have been referring to Chrétien, but it was, you know who it was, of course. <laughs> who was it? Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper. Nice. Good one. Okay, well done. All right, you're sober. Okay. Question number two, Matt, was? How many sides in a Pentagon? How many sides in a Pentagon? You think he knew the answer to that? No. All right. <laughs> let's, let's find out. Penta means five. He got wow. it. All right. I, I think he's surprised oh. he got it. <laughs> I was. That's all right. You know what? It's a best of three. So there's one final question. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. The question, Matt, you asked him was? How many meters in a kilometer? How many meters in a kilometer? I'm going to go with a hard no. A hard <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Let's find out. Oh, that's a tough one. 2.56. Real short kilometers. At least he says it with conviction. Oh, man. I was like, where's 2.56 come from? I don't know, but... Thanks for listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissing Country 103.9.